Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today, we're going to discuss a topic that's important to every manager. How do you know you are hiring the right person? Mm-hmm. We start with a question from someone who needs to hire an assistant assistant director, but has a history of hiring the wrong person in the past. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about different ways that you can protect yourself when making a bad choice when you hire. Oh man, this is such an important topic. Hiring yeah. the right person can be tr- critical to any manager's success. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I run the media department of a large company. I need to hire a deputy director and I'm feeling very stressed. Several years ago, I hired someone to work for me that did not work out. In fact, that employee got me fired. Mm. In retrospect, I should have seen the signs but I needed this person's expertise to do my job. Now I am in a similar position and don't want to make the same mistake. What do I do? Yeah. I mean, hiring, I always say is a crapshoot. It's not very easy. That's true. People interview well that Mm -hmm. are not good. but they learn to interview well. And then some really good people interview poorly. It's difficult to know. Yeah. You know, so this is why we have a three or a six month trial when you hire somebody so that you you make it temporary and it's not permanent until they get actually hired on. And I have seen people behave on their best behavior for those three or six months and get hired on and then turn out to be who they are. So- It is a real crapshoot. So I think you really have to define a process that protects you and your organization. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what I was going to say just from the psychological point of view is that first you have to appreciate that we all have types of people that I think can um, fool us. Like each person in a way has their own brand. We often will call them fatal attractions or something, but someone who you think is really appealing and you feel very comfortable with at the beginning and they Mm -hmm. may not actually work out well for you at the end. So Mm -hmm. I think from a self-knowledge perspective, I would certainly go over what happened with that previous person just to see if there were any signs or symptoms or characteristics about that person. That's something actually we do with people all the time is interview them about the mistakes to figure out what you didn't see the last time. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think the first rule that you want to implement is you should not do this alone. Yeah. That you really want to get a hiring committee together. Yeah. Uh, You know, people from even different um, departments, they don't have to be an expert in the job. They may see something about the person that you need to hear. And, you know, ultimately a committee will come together. This is done in universities. They never hire without a committee. Um, ultimately you'll get a diverse amount of opinions and not always is it, you know, the, the, um, 
a consensus, but right. yet you get diverse opinions. Um, I would have people in your department interview this person. Um, I'd have people from all over really yeah. interview them and put them through the process. I also would give them a test mm. and not a standardized test, but you know something that has to do with the job, have them write a report or have them create a template, have them do something that they're going to need to do on that job. To demonstrate uh, their expertise, you're saying. Exactly. Now, of course, someone else can do it for them, but it's just another thing you put people through. Yeah. So take your time in hiring because mm-hmm. I find that the faker, the fakers usually mm-hmm. can't handle a long you know, uh, process. Oh, that's so, a good point. Yeah, yeah. They sometimes will show who they are. So that's okay. You need to know who they are. Um, I, I mean, I would make sure that they had four to six interviews that do not rush this process. If yeah. you don't trust your ability. Interesting. Yeah. So you're talking about that they get interviewed by several people that you have several people on the hiring committee, so to speak, uh-huh. you, in a sense, test them out by giving them some kind of assignment so that they can demonstrate whether they're capable or not. I like all those things. And I know also references are essential and often very important that people forget to check. Any other thoughts about that? I I also try to go beyond the references that they give me and see if I know someone at any of their old companies that might've been there when they were there. And I try to go in the backhand and, and see if I can get a reference. Uh, Can't always do it, but um, it's really worthwhile that because basically they're giving you people that are going to give them a good reference. Yes. So I try to go behind the scenes and try to find someone who knew them. Very interesting what you can find out. Uh, It is worth the effort, really worth the effort. And if you don't have a good reference form, uh, let us know. We can send you one. But it's important that you really know how to ask questions in the reference. Yes. Some companies will say we will only verify dates and title. We we won't give a character reference. Yeah. Not much you can do. I'd try to go behind the curtain and see if I could find someone who would give me a character reference. Yeah. But um, I think checking references is really important. And I've seen that backfire also. I've seen yeah. it not work out. So um you know, you, you're not, you know, uh, you don't have a crystal ball. Like you, you know, it's, you have to give yourself some grace here that you could make a mistake, Yeah. but, but if you implement all of these things we're suggesting that you probably won't. Yeah. Well, and I guess I also want to go to, there's a, the fact that you hired this individual hired someone who ultimately got them fired. Mm -hmm. It's significant. And so it's almost like, going through hiring again is going to be a somewhat traumatic experience, even if right. you don't want it to be. Your emotional brain will be setting off alarms left, right, and center. So I think to your point, Kathy, having a team is really important. You also may want some outside support, whether it's an executive coach or a therapist or whomever, but who you can let sort of hold your hand through the process mm-hmm. because emotionally you're going to have a hard time trusting yourself in mm-hmm. this situation. And there may be political factors, right? Sometimes people are pressured to hire, say a friend of a, a top executive or someone else. And you may fear uh, not doing that and it may not be the best thing for you. 
Yeah, I think all of these things are really, really good points. But, you know, it's like getting on a bicycle after you've fallen off of it you yeah. know, or getting back on the horse is more, I think that <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, I think, you know, it, it's a good experience because you, how do you move up the ladder and not hire? I mean, hiring That's is right. everyone's job. So um, you want, you want to do this right. And yes. I, people are used to a lot of interviews. They're used to, you know, uh, going through the ringer before they get a job. Um, so I think it's okay. It's okay to, you know, uh, get other people to help you. Don't do it alone. And um, yeah, and just be much more careful and listen to everything they say. Yes. Okay, now I get to jump in and say hiring yes. like dating. Yeah. Oh God, here it is. People often tell you the key things about themselves on the first interview. <laughs> For example, Kathy, and you've taught me this. If, this, if someone has high credentials, like higher than the job, they'll often try to sell you on the fact that they're willing to take a lower position, but that yeah. is not a good thing, right? No, no, it's not. No, I think they're just desperate. And right. Yeah. Right. And they leave as soon as the job market opens up for them. Right. So don't want that. Or if they jokingly say, I want your position. That's a problem. That person. <laughs> because your, your position is taken. <laughs> yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, so that goes back to what you were saying about listen to what the person is saying. Listen to what they're telling you. Don't just, you know brush things off because it, it seemed a little odd, but you but you really need the person. I think that's the other piece. I really love the fact that you said, take your time yeah. because again, it could be like grocery shopping when you're hungry. If you really, really, really need the help, you may want to make a quick decision, but this is the time to really make a thoughtful decision. Again, make sure you don't hire them on that. It's a temporary until it becomes permanent. Most people will agree to that. And mm -hmm. I just was just talking to someone who was on a six month temporary assignment, of course, got hired full on full time, yeah. but that's a long time, six months. I, I was surprised of that. Um, it was an important job in a big institution. So she was willing to take it and she worked hard. Um, so, you know, all of these things contribute to you having some safety nets, you know, yeah. and you not making the same mistake twice. Right. All right. So I'm going to repeat the general ideas, which are the first is to get help, get support, mm -hmm. have a hiring team with you. If you need outside support because you're going through an emotional crisis, get that as well. Uh, trust what you hear. Test the person out, give them work assignments so they can demonstrate their expertise and don't uh, just do the whole thing differently so that you don't make the same mistake. Yeah. All right. That's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, check out our Instagram at my crazy office. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to my crazy office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.